Get out of my computer. I will exercise thee. Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. Oh, shit, yes. So good. Dope smoking, dope smoking, dope, 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 dope smoking. Let's blame it on the weed, everybody. Don't tell him we're high. He totally knew I was stumped. He's why his body fell apart that's a facts body fell apart due to missouri smash but that's all right we are coming to you live from the bowl on july 10th 2022 it's a special edition of bowl after bowl i like to call it bowls with buds i'm sir spencer wolf of kansas city i'm dame delorean and joining us here in the bowl tonight for the first time it is sir a1 sauce a1 sauce. It's oh. still better than Country Bob's, and you know it. Oh, yes. Heck yeah. Super <laughs> saucy. And uh, this intro is of your creation. It is. It's one of my techno mixes. Oh, yeah. Acid techno. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We grabbed it for the intro. It is, um, you call it NAS Community EDM. Yes, NAS Community EM, EDM, and uh, that was uh, that was one that uh, uh, when I when I donated the amount that I needed to reach the threshold for knighthood, I decided to try to and not only that but being involved with the the NAS community and stuff like that and talking and starting to just man I was barely getting to know anybody in there but it was like this is a bunch of cool people and I was like I need to contribute something back so. I was like, man, we have some old mix sets that some people in here might enjoy because, I don't know, there's a lot of programmers, there's a lot of varied people too. And I was like, okay, so we're going to try to push these. I only had a certain number already pre-mixed. And uh, but I was like, you know what, let's spread it and share it. So and uh, so there's like a certain day of the week that I tried to hit it. Oh, Hunter. And, uh, Ayo. Ayo. Aha. And uh, <laughs> uh, it was, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And I've... Uh, I still got my stuff. I just uh, I really haven't had a time to to use it again in a while. So, but uh, maybe one day. One day. One day. Rubbing my hands together in anticipation. <laughs> uh, well, if you're just joining us and you don't know what the hell is going on, uh, this is Balls with Buds. We do an interview format every once in a great while. Uh, probably averaging around three a month, something like that. And we just sit down with our buds when we get the time, and when they get the time, when we can make it happen. Uh, they are kind of intermittently scheduled. And uh, you're listening to one right now. You can find them all. Uh, you used to be able to go to bowlswithbuds.com, but WordPress is being a big pain in my ass right now. So uh, I'm working on that. I'm working on uh, fixing bowlswithbuds.com. And uh, it's just it broke my categories, right? It's just a WordPress category, essentially, that I'm putting all these under. Ew. And uh, 404s now. I went in there, so you remember our donation page was borked. Yep. For a while, and it would 404. Mm. So I went in, and I uh, was reading some stuff, which is always a bad idea. And it told me, hey, try to reset the permalinks. Just change them to something, and then change them back to whatever they were right after you change them to something. I said, okay, I'll try that. 
and it worked. Mm. The donation page came back. I was like, yay, hooray. Uh, but everything else broke. Oh. What? So, like, uh, if you could click on the episodes button, it 404'd on me, uh, which Abel Kirby pointed out. He's, uh, like, my quasi-editor, by the way. He's the editor of this show. He always tells me if something's, like, fucky. Uh, although he said he enjoyed the 404 page a little bit better than the episodes page, uh, cause it doesn't really come with the big long blog posts associated with those episodes. So I told Abel, he can still go to bullafterbull.com slash Abel Kirby, uh, to find the 404 page. Ah, there you go. Still nice. work. You can do it whenever you want. Customized for uh, his viewing pleasure. Mm. It's the way he likes it. You just get all the episode titles, basically. It just shows you a bunch of titles and none of the pizzazz with it. Yeah, so you, can, so you don't have to scroll through all the show notes. Correct. Can um, you make that an NFT? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sorry, uh, Abel. You can't own your own page. So. The reason I can't is because I would have to read even more docs. And uh, No thanks. There's not enough time for that. I'm going to read some docs for some other shit right now. I got, yeah. I got enough. And enough I'm trying to teach myself. But yeah. uh, anyway, we are sitting down with the one and only... A1 sauce, or you might know him as A0011001 sauce, which is just long form for one. Yeah, and that's, ASCII binary code. Yeah, that's it's right. Ridiculous. So, yeah, I was going to ask one. you about that. Uh, just, just fun loving uh, taking one and making it eight characters instead of one. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of uh, having an odd sense of humor, and uh, it's like somebody actually takes the time to like figure what does that, what is that? That's binary. Where can I? Go looking for it, type it in, and then it's like, oh, it's A1 sauce. Right? So it's like, that's <laughs> like, dumb, but it's kind of funny, too, at the same time. It's hilarious. Yeah. Because, yeah. because in pure binary, one is also one. Right. But yes. Pure binary. Exactly. Then ASCII mm-hmm. has its own little uh, setup, which is hilarious. Right. Eight, eight character or eight numeraled blocks for you know letters and numbers and um, yep. certain mathematical representations and things like that so eight bit everything eight bit. in it right the good old days oh man it's good stuff so i also know you though as zune and Ish. when i uh talk about you privately i use <laughs> i use zune personally ah. ah and that's your handle on nos if you're following mm. uh our boy here on No Agenda Social, you just go at Zune, Z-O-O-N. Correct. Uh, where does the Zune come from? That is a uh, originally first given to me by somebody that was in Finland that I used to chat with in a Marilyn Manson chat room board back in 1997 or 8, my first year in University College at Truman University of Missouri. I only did two years. Well, actually, the second year, I basically was on campus, but never went to class and dropped out. So I'm going to in terms of like having a, a good start in my career part uh-huh. of my life, I was complete, utter failure. So, but, uh, but I did lots of chatting with people. <laughs> and so that was a, a, a nickname that somebody gave to me in the chat room, Zune. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I've carried it with me like up till now. I like so, it. It's catchy. Yeah. Yeah. And so really didn't, I asked her like, well, what does this mean? Right. Cause she's from, she's from, uh, Finland or, and, uh, and, and she's like, 
I don't know. It just sounds cool. Zune. It's like, okay, so it's not a word necessarily in Finland that I'm aware of or she even knew of. She just, I don't know, it's something maybe that they say in their vernacular. And uh, so eventually I looked it up and it's just, uh, it's like a medical term or it's a scientific term for a an entity that is created from the fusion of an egg and a sperm. So it's huh. a, you know, it's, and it's pronounced zoan. Sure. And and the medical term, right? So it's totally different. It's not zoon, which is what the way I always pronounce it was zoon. So, but, uh, and that's, so I've kind of also kind of adopted that too. And so my, my, my license plate, which is like, I don't know, it has that on there as part of it. So, and, uh, which, and I also have uh, one of the license plates, uh, you can get personalized, um, with, uh, different themes and so there's in missouri they have a don't tread on me theme if you want to pick that one it's a yellow plate Mm -hmm. with the gadsden snake on it rattlesnake so i have that on there and then i have the other on there and it's kind of like you know it's like a a funny if anybody really put two and two together in terms of like you know don't tread on me a living being so it's kind of like one of the things that probably no one really did say zoom and that's that's like, yeah, zoom, like, zoom, but <laughs> which is like not is a joke because I, I'm driving a, you know, not a not a fast car at all. It's it's like a 2012, you know, little four door uh, Hyundai. You know, it's like it's not it's it's nothing that would say this goes fast at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's, it's like, yeah, I'm sure there's people out there that like trick their cars out and they're like, this is that's kind of a dumb joke but uh anyway but it's just what i've carried over and it's and uh there's a meaning behind it uh and so it's like you know at, to me in terms of like as a person as a human being a sovereign person you know that that moniker that expression rings true and i think that a lot of people in NAS would probably agree with that that you know as a as a free country and god-given rights that are theirs and yours by nature by by your very existence there yes that you know don't don't fuck around with me right <laughs> so uh don't take don't 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 encroach don't tread so that's kind of like what it ultimately means for me yeah i love that yeah. um i was thinking when they were talking earlier about on no agenda today about uh oh they had the camel harris clip and uh she was talking about uh, the executive order on Roe, and they're like uh, trying to codify some rights. You know, we're going to codify your rights. But that's rights. the beauty about the rights. You know, the rights, they're inalienable. The rights mm-hmm. are ours. And the Bill of Rights really just limits the government. Uh, it doesn't limit us or give us any rights. It just acknowledges rights that uh, are there. But uh, mm-hmm. the way rights work is you're born, and then you're alive, and then you inhabit a living body. And so... Uh, right. It comes with it certain inalienable rights that, like, yep. you can give away, but no one can really take them away. Right? Yeah, you can you can surrender you can voluntarily surrender it. I mean, you could do that, um, but otherwise, it's forcible, like arrest. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're an entity within a living body. Uh, you know, that's that's a very profound way of looking and interpreting what life really is. And, um, and so, you know, that's why it's such a, it's obviously a very touchy subject for a lot of different people who think in different ways. And, and, you know, you get that, but at the same time, it's like, well, you know, aside, aside, you know, the people that should take responsibility for their own, you know, as, as a matter of being a mature person, 
Uh, otherwise, you know, like, you know, bad instances, obviously, um, you know, you don't know Like that's what, that's what those things are like third rail stuff, right? Yeah. There. You know, so, uh, those are things, those are conversations that have to be had more one-on-one. And I think that the, you know, those are, yeah, well, I don't have a lot much to say about that cause I don't invest a lot of time into it, but, uh, I know it's of a, a personal nature and it's like it's 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 a decision basically now handed back to the states which is where it, it should be yeah so definitely know. so there's always a there are always options to exercise but um you know that's just that's what freedom is correct it's not always yeah. convenient you know that's what security is right sometimes it's like you know if you want good security it's not convenient to have a a 50 character password that you need to enter that's randomly created so yep yeah that's but uh, yeah, life is like that sometimes. It's all those trade-offs, my man. That's right. It's all those That's trade-offs. Right. It's a lot of different ways of trading off, yeah, and carrying forward. So, yeah. Well, let's pull it back a bit because right. I don't want to. I don't want to get too deep, too fast. Deep, 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 deep. Scare the bullers off. We just started. <laughs> scare the bullers off right away, man. Jesus, where are we? <laughs> Sorry, where are we going here? I mean, this is already the first five minutes. <laughs> uh, I want to talk a little bit about. Um, well, you you mentioned Missouri, so we're mm. both uh, we're all three Missouri folk here. Uh, although Lorian's well, a, transplant, I'm a transplant, yeah. But uh, long enough; it's over a decade. You've been a Missourian, yeah. so yeah, you're a Missourian if you've been here yeah. for a decade at least. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like uh, you're a Missourian. I think we talked about this with uh, Greg when he was on the show. <laughs> Nam, <laughs> Greg Daniels. <laughs> yeah, Greg Daniels. Uh, no, I always call. Uh, Dan Garrett, yeah. Greg Daniels, because he's a uh, he's a fed secretly. That's why he talks about feds all the time. Um, <laughs> is that what the tale is? Yeah, yeah. It's like they talk about the stuff that they are all the time. And oh. it's, a, it's that's the glowy aspect yeah, of them. Exactly, exactly. He just can't he can't get off. Can't of help it. himself. And that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> when um, no, when uh, in a millennial, also known as Dan, uh, was on the show. And we talked about uh, him being a Missouri transplant, and it's like the the first time you go back to where you're from, and you go, "Oh, what the fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> then you're a Missouri, and that then then it's done. Then you're there, and you come back, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna stay. Yeah. This is home now. Thank yeah, God. This, this feels good. Yeah, everything's the way it needs to be." <laughs> um, and by the way, uh, speaking of Dan, I wanted to mention. That uh, he's a producer for today. Woo! He has a monthly Woo! recurring uh, ten buckaroonies that he sends to the bowl. So we appreciate that. Thank you. And you should check out uh, the Millennial Media Offensive MMO dot show on the interwebs. They just had a lovely show today that uh, followed no agenda on the live stream. So it was pretty cool off the chain. But they typically go on Tuesdays, just like us. They'll go. Um, I, w- I want to say it's around four central. Um, I'm terrible at times. I'm really bad at times. But uh, you you will find out at MMO.show. It's them and then rolls into DH Unplugged and then us. And they have a little gap between them and DH. But yeah, that's a, that's your Tuesday night uh, no agenda fam of lambs. Um, and yeah, Missouri. I'm, I'm always stoked to hear the Missouri representation because I feel like there's a good strong chunk of it in the no agenda community. I think so. I, I there's a there's at least at least three or four other people. I think at least three. I think that I've 
kind of had small brief but like confirmatory conversations with like oh yeah you're in missouri you know yeah so, yeah it's pretty cool Quite i love few. it well and we have so much like uh geographically going on in missouri and not a lot of people know like uh i, I remember uh dvorak grousing about it one time like you know doing a dvorak grouse it wasn't like he legitimately was upset or anything mm-hmm. but he was kind of like what the hell are all these missouri meetups going on like oh yeah and, there were like four uh, on one day it was like there was a kansas city one a joplin one a st louis one and uh i want to say popular like, bluff i think and pop yeah yeah my grandpa used to call it popular bluff popular but, bluff. Yeah. <laughs> everybody loves popular bluff yeah, yes popular bluff is the place to go for burgers <laughs> uh yes oh popular popular bluff that's a huge state yeah it's pretty big actually i uh some some i don't know if it's in boy scouts or in some dumbass class i took in high school but I was told that we have basically every uh, type of terrain except for tundra in Missouri. Mm. Now is that like is that like uh, arid, sandy? Like it's like yeah, we have desert, blowing we have, over. Yeah. Uh, grassland. We have uh, oh, okay. well, obviously we don't have like ocean beach. Right. Yeah. But we have river beach, which is lake beach. just as good. Yeah. Lake beach. Yeah. Ozarks. Ozarks are big. Yeah, Ozarks, they got more uh, shoreline than the entire state of Florida. See? So, wow. there you go. It's just uh, flipped over on the inside. That's right. So, yeah. And you get the, you draw those wiggly lines, and you can get more shoreline on the map. Yeah, pretty, that's, pretty tight. That's how you win, so. Yeah, I love the it. Ozarks. Uh, my grandparents had a lake house down there while I was growing up. Mm-hmm. They only oh, sold it. Nice. They only sold it maybe like four years ago or something like that, but yeah, I loved it. I always go down there every summer. What is what is it? you said tundra though? Describe that. I'm not tundra is like uh, Canada, basically. Oh. Tundra is like a frozen tundra. It's like uh, oh yes, only during the ice ages will we have tundras here. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once upon a time, but not now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got everything else. Yeah, and that's fine. We can leave the tundras to the north. That's fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> forest, got prairie, you got mountain, I don't... you got desert, you got whatever you want. Swamps, swamp. We got swamp. Yeah, I don't swamp. know. This past winter felt like a tundra at some points because it was it was cold no doubt. this winter. Man, 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 man. What a cold, not dark, but cold-ass winter it was. Yeah, we lost power for a chunk of it because of a, did you? a cold snap. Mm. Wasn't that this winter? Uh, they did the rolling blackout in Kansas City this winter. Yeah. And the, did they really? <sighs> yeah. Uh, it was like first time experiencing that. It was like right after the whole Texas thing went down. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a couple weeks. Jeez. But it wasn't too bad this year when it oh, came that to was, power. Uh, it was like a few hours at a time they'd do it. Mm. But it's still bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Ugh. It's like gross. It's like, all right, well, now it's a few hours at a time, but they can just fucking fuck with us at any time, you know? Oh, if I have to rub these $20 bills on my nipples, I feel so good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just... I mean, $100 bills. I hate it. All gash, baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Hate it, hate it. I think it was 2017, or like end of 2016, when we lost power for three or four days. Oh, yeah, that was a rough one. That's rough. And yeah. When the ice oh. storms come through, that fucks a lot of things up. That fucks shit up. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, you better, I think, I don't know. It's like, usually, that, that, would, that would be a good time to have a generator, but it's like, a lot of people 
you usually don't because you never really need that. I and, know. Uh, it doesn't happen. It's so infrequent. I always look at generators and I'm like, rrr, 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 rrr. Yeah. And then, um, you yeah. know, I just, I'm like, well, I need that thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right now, yeah, it could be applied for something much, much more, you know, useful. And then the, then the lights go out and I'm like, fuck! <laughs> yeah, before a podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we lost uh, power for maybe two and a half, three minutes. Tuesday. Yeah. On Tuesday. Right after we took over the No Agenda stream. Yeah, it was like right when we took the stream. We were like, oh, bummer. We do, you know, we usually play like four or five songs or something and then uh, get rolling. It's like I'm just dotting my I's and crossing my T's back here and getting some notes prepared. And uh, yeah, it's like third song in. It's like, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I dark. do have, thank God, a. Uh, Oh, what do you call them, bitch? Back, uh, backup battery power things? I don't know what it's called. I just call it the backup. Everything has a cool acronym in tech, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't off the top yeah. of my head remember. But uh, it's a power supply, you know? It's a backup power supply. So when the power goes out, it starts beeping, and it keeps my nodes running. And I need to just snake an extendo over from the computer to that so that I can uh, keep that going, too. Yes, NetNet has yeah. it, a UPS or an ups. Oh, yeah. Yes. Keeps your shits ups. Even though it's dark. Yeah, the fucking lights all go out. And like, well, coax, you still get internet? If uh, Is the coax still active nah, and power well, outage? actually, so the problem is that the uh, router is right. Right. unplugged. If, but If you have that stuff plugged in. If it there... was powered, I'm not sure. Like the fiber light. So I'm on fiber. So you okay. would think that the fiber line would still be lit. Mm-hmm. Right, as long as, as you got long something as the, to transmit the signal from the fiber over to the computer. See, and the, when you have Google Fiber, mm -hmm. you've got the f Google Fiber uh, internet router. You've got the wireless router, which everything runs through upstairs. But then you also have what's called the fiber box, which I think has its own power source mm -hmm. in your house somehow. So I don't know. They would both have to be on backup power. But then yeah. I think, you know, because like, you can pick up and call the phone. If you have a landline and the power goes out, you can still exactly. dial the phone. That's still right. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I mean, it's just an information transmission line. So, yeah. you know, if it, you know, it's kind of like how you could use, uh, like you could use a USB USB connector because it, you know, gives you power. Sure. The same as time as data transmission. They could just figure out how to do that with light. You just power everything with light, and then the information stream too at the same time. It's like, wow, that'd be that'd be a quantum leap forward. If we just that's had. Like Dan in the bowl at all times. Right. <laughs> and he would just glow when the lights go out. Exactly. And we'd be fine. We'd be yeah. I mean, we'd be like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. This is fine. fine. Yeah. Eric's <laughs> <laughs> dark. Where the fuck this, is my hero? This is fine. <laughs> I knew it was around here somewhere. Oh, man. That's a good bell. So Missouri, have you uh, were you born and raised, or are you a transplant, or how did that work? Uh, well, I would say I, I am a transplant, but it's so early on that I would never have remembered it. But sure. I born, yeah, I was born in um, Japan on a naval base in Yokosuka, Kanagawa Province, and, uh, and my dad was a in the navy, and my mom followed him over there, and they lived on some sort of naval military base there in Japan. And, uh, and so I was there for two, two and a half years, and then we moved back to the States. And um, I think by the time, yeah, I'm two, three, you know, I was, that's the moment of being a Missourian. 
So nice. Um, and I've been here pretty much pretty. Uh, no, I have been here all my life and, uh, and it's a great state, but, uh, at the same time, I probably foresee one of these days later, later down the road, like at retirement age mm-hmm. that, that, you know, like I'm probably going to move somewhere else, not be a Missourian. Somewhere like warmer, maybe, you know, or it more just really depends. Warm. I don't know. I don't know. It just depends on what does the mind want that seems like ideal. Right? Sure. So, and, um, but, uh, but yeah, but Missouri is great because there's a lot of wooded spots in Missouri that, I mean, there are parts of Missouri that are just freaking phenomenally, phenomenally beautiful. Yes. And uh, it's like, it really is. And can be and is like a paradise, you know, for you get the, you can move into the right spot. Uh, I mean, I don't live in one of those spots, but, right. but it does have some, I mean, some beautiful spots to at least visit or go camping in or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, one, I don't know. One of these days, that's a long way away, though, from now. But, uh, yeah, but it's beautiful. Yeah, I definitely don't live in one of those spots. I live in the <laughs> the city. <laughs> the city, city. But, city proper. Uh, one place in Missouri that I always thought the pictures were just stunning was Johnson Shut-Ins Park, and I wonder if you've been there. Yes, I have. And uh, that is one of the parks that I also always remember people saying, just be careful, because you'll get hurt there. Oh, yeah? <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, And that always infused some level of fear in me, uh-huh. and so I never could fully enjoy the park, but... There were these spots in Johnson shut-ins where the water was flowing naturally through the rocks, and you know you'd kind of get in there and play, and let the flow of the the river or the water kind of move through, you know, hit you, and you kind of just play in the flow of the water. And and uh, but uh, some people would be like you be careful because it sometimes could carry you, and then you knock your head on one of the rocks. And sure, it's not soft, so you know yeah. I was like I was like you know you got to be respectful of the flow of water for sure because it is. It, no, it, it it doesn't give a shit about you. So it, it'll move you, and it'll move you into a place that you don't like, perhaps, if you're not careful with it. So Because rocks can get slippery with all that moss and stuff that grows on it. No doubt. Yeah, but it's beautiful there. I love it. That's one of my like big-time bucket list uh, Missouri places to visit. What about Elephant Rocks? Have you ever been to Elephant Rocks? I've not. No. That's another place that's very close to Johnson Shedden's. You should okay. add that to in your trip. F- in fact, uh, the whole, that's the one spot of Missouri that I haven't been is the southeast, like okay. Boot Hill and uh, uh, all yeah. that stuff. I remember driving down south, going to Arkansas for some sort of family trip, and there would always be these spots as you're driving down, like in the summertime or whenever it is that the harvest is close <laughs> for cotton, and you could stop. And off the highway and just reach over and like grab a couple tufts of cotton that was growing in fields and stuff like that. And it was like always kind of a cool thing to do. Like grab fresh, real cotton from the field. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of a cool thing. That's a Missourian thing. Uh, I also, just for shits and grins, I don't even know if you can really get to it practically. Uh, Although it looks like somehow you can. You probably have to go a ways. But there's this weird Kentucky island that is inside Missouri, um, and it's like I don't know. There's uh, Haiti is probably the biggest thing on the map, hmm. closest to it. Well, no, New New Madrid, New Madrid. So across the river, across the Mississippi from New Madrid, there's this like circle 
of land. And if you pull it up on Google Maps, the only thing in it is a cemetery that's marked and then just a few roads. But it's like, it's separate. It doesn't touch any other part of Kentucky. It's surrounded on the north, the east, and the west by Missouri. And then it borders Tennessee to the south, barely. So it's this strange Kentucky island. And I, like... I always geek out on maps and shit, and I've always loved that there's just like this weird floating piece of Kentucky inside of there. That's wild. I want to go That's there wild. too. That is wild. Yeah, and it's it's literally connected to what uh, is that Tennessee? Yeah. Too. Yeah, it has a land border with Tennessee and then a river border with Missouri. Yeah. That's. That's odd. It's fucking <laughs> wild, isn't it? Yeah, yes. it's just like a, yeah. it's the little part of Kentucky that got forgot or so, or yeah, Kentucky. Right. It's like just floating yeah. out there. Yeah. So weird. Well, we got to draw the line somewhere. This is where the line's uh, drawn at. Comes through right here with the, yep. and I don't know, maybe if that's like a, the river kind of moved the boundaries or, you know, yeah, some maybe. of the, some of the boundaries are defined by where the river is and... You know, it's a big river, though. It you is. know, you look at that. That is a very large river, and it's like something like that has probably been there for definitely over a couple hundred years. I bet. I mean, it's something. It's something that's probably transformed the landscape that big in just a couple hundred years. I don't know if rivers do that and that fast, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a biologist or anything. So yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know what a woman is. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kidding. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot, man. I'm just a fucking podcaster. That's about all I know. We're um, just trying to make a show over here. I should address, because the chat has uh, been talking about a couple different times. Mm. We have a new stream. We have a new streaming setup. And so if you can't hear me right now and you're trying to hear the live, what you just what you need to do is change your URL, Okay. If you can hear me, then you're good to go. So all of that's fine. Uh, what I did, because uh, I was, I've been talking to uh, No Debit in the back channels, because we've had this uh, SSL cert problem for a few months now, and uh, he's just kind of like, I was like, you know what, I need to get off my lazy duff and just uh, run my own infrastructure on the stream thing. You know, he get, he's, we, we've been running off of his. Uh, his infrastructure for over a year, uh, probably close to two years now. Yeah, and really. So it's just kind of like I don't, I don't want to make him do all the stuff, you know, when things happen, and then have to like say, "Oh, dude, can you do this and that?" You're, you know, he's already doing mm-hmm. it for free out of the goodness of yeah. his heart. So it's like you know, um, and he suggested look into Azura Cast and uh, maybe put it up on DigitalOcean, and I believe that's what. Uh, Booberry and Lavish have going on over behind the schemes. So I looked around, I looked at AzuraCast, and, you know, you can spin it up on a few different virtual servers, so I was kind of compare shopping with everybody. And um, it's weird. If you want to pay with PayPal, you've got to, like, send over a payment and, like, have a balance in your account with all of these companies. And so I zoomed some money in there from the PayPal to uh, Linode and to... uh, what is I said? What did I say? Circle Jerk something, and and another company. Anyway, three different companies. That's the main part of the story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was poking around and trying to get you know the easy install and like how can I get this up and running and like what's usable for my dumb ass to like actually just make it work. And then I was in the Linode, which was the third thing I tried Linode, and I've heard the 
Dave talk about using them too uh, for some podcasting 2.0 stuff. Um, so I know that they're reasonably cheap and um, I was looking at their install docs and they had this weird coupon. It was like a hundred dollar credit for your, um, for your Linode. And I was like, yeah, I want that. And it was just a referral link. So I like a dipshit had already made my account and it, this referral link is designed to make a new account mm. to put it in. But with some right clicking and some inspecting and some digging through, I was actually able to just pull the, the coupon code itself. I was able to isolate that from the URL and nice. then go into nice. my account settings. And there's a place for like, have a, have a coupon code. And I punched it in and it gave me that hundred bucks. So sweet. Sweet. So I was like, you boom, hack- that's done. Yeah. You hacked the mainframe. That's We're right. done today. That's right. I said, uh, yeah, I like money, though. <laughs> I love that clip. <laughs> I took the money, man. So, uh, yeah. So uh, long story short, we're now uh, streaming on our own uh, little Linode instance. And um, I've done some really cool things. So uh, to bring Dan up again. Uh, the NA Millennial, he told me a long time, like, look into Liquid Soap, because we've been bitching about, oh, we really want to have other people's streams play when they go live here. And uh, Hmm. he was like, dude, Liquid Soap. Just try Liquid Soap out. You can, like, schedule your stream. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll look at it. He even, like, gave me his login, and he was like, play around with mine. Like, look around in there. I've got mine set up. Just take a look. Hmm. And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get right on it. It was added. It was like the 42nd thing now on my to-do list that Kind of yeah. gets spin, spun in rotation. Right. Um, but then it came to this sort of point of necessity. And so then when I installed a Zergercast, you know, it gives you an IceCast stream, but it also gives you liquid soap right out the box. Nice. So, nice. Um, of course, I um, took the liquid soap and I'm dispensing it. And uh, you can do all kinds of cool stuff. So I have uh, all of the shows I know that go live pretty regularly. Pew! I got no agenda. I've got um, behind the schemes and hog story on a Monday. Uh, for us, we have uh, on Tuesdays the uh, Millennial Media Offensive, of course. And then I don't have DH Unplugged scheduled because we usually do like a pre-stream song stuff during mm-hmm. that time. So it's just like, I, you know, I don't want anybody to think I'm throwing salt or anything. It's just we usually do a stream on our own show, like some music during that time. Uh, yeah. on Thursdays, you skipped Wednesday. Oh yes. Wednesday, of course, <laughs> rare encounter and, uh, Nick the rat. And then, you know, abs in a six pack does a lot of Wednesdays, but like it's, it's different times sometimes. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's not always the same. So I need to ask Chris, like, what's the best, uh, way That's to do that. Cool. But, um, but yeah, so it just and then, auto uh, plays these streams. Lo- it hops over. Lotus effects on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, it just kicks on and it shoots on. And um, there's a public facing page, which is pretty neat. Uh, if you go to stream.bowlafterbowl.com, it should just kick you to the public facing page. Mm. Um, and there's that cute background on it, so it just like looks cool. And then it's like it'll tell you what's playing. It'll show you the metadata. And when you first connect, yes, it's the uh, Fletcher station ID, which uh, mm. annoys Abel Kirby. And uh, it's good. In it's fact, a good bit. In fact, we just got uh, 
a boost from Abel Kirby saying, liquid soap is cool, but the pre-roll has to go. It's super annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, don't disconnect and reconnect. Right. Has to go. Has to go, he says. Uh, We'll think about it. And we we also welcome uh, everyone's thoughts on that because I can see both sides of it. And I'm also trying to figure out, could we do a shorter one? Could we do one where it's, uh, there's a bucket where you could pull from different ones, maybe. You could get a random one. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're, this is rebroadcasting live streams? Yeah. Scheduled times? That yeah. You know that they're going to be live, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. So like, It's like a very curated type of, it's a custom, similar, but unique curation of live content. They're like, I'm just going to go over to the bowl after bowl stream because they got some good shit playing over there. I know. I know it. Abel Kirby says, it's good until you hear it five times in one minute. Stop refreshing the stream. <laughs> right, bro. I mean, once you're there, just let it play. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Once the page is loaded, you don't have to reload. Just, just let it play. Just don't turn it off and on and off and on and off and on and off and on. Just leave it on. Yeah. It's cool. It's We're cool. fidgeting with it. You don't have to drag it down <laughs> with jig- your thumb to, to stop jiggling the handle, bro. It's like uh, <laughs> maybe he's driving around and then every time, you know, the cell tower switches, then it's uh. like, oh, you got to hear possible. it. You got to hear it over and over again. Yeah. I don't know. Or take your phone off of low battery mode, and then the page will go dark, and you have to like turn it back on again and like reload the page. This is uh, dedicated to Abel Kirby. You are listening to Bowl <laughs> After Bowl with Spencer and Lorian. Bowlafterbowl.com. Bowlafterbowl.com. Um, I guess, for fairness, we should catch up on the other boostograms, by the way. Uh, yeah, this is a value for value podcast. That's right. And if you have a question while we're reading these off uh, that you want to ask our buddy Zune, you can call 816-607-3663 and uh, you can do, do it up like that. Uh, we had a couple of tests. Tests were coming in from uh, C-Dubs and Cotton Gen, so appreciate that. He was making a leaderboard, uh, and I think he has a leaderboard specifically for BoostBot, which is pretty cool now. And uh, that's kind of the closest thing we have to a leaderboard at this point. We have been talking about, should we do a leaderboard? I don't know. People seem to really respond to it and like it. So I don't know. Um, we're, we're definitely considering building one out. Uh, 3333, coming in from Circus Media, who on Breeze goes by Soaring Satoshis, because everybody needs multiple names, right? I mean, everybody needs multiple handles. <laughs> you call yourself... Yeah, I, I mean, I do that. Yeah. So, yeah. You call yourself all the guys of different stuff, depending on what you're using. I, I'm supporting of it. Uh, he says, boosting the buds. Every show is better than the last. Good work. Well, thank you. Aw, thanks, Circus Media. That's very sweet of you. Uh, we tried to do that. Well, I don't know how well we pull it off all the time, but uh, we do try to just improve with time. And then he also said, 3333, hodl unless you're boosting. Circus Media. Yes. Uh, just replenish your stack at the end of every week. That's what I suggest. You know, people are like, Oh, we don't want to boost Bitcoin because you're supposed to save your Bitcoin. And I'm like, well, you know, you can if you're gonna send value for value over PayPal, you know, with dollars and cents, you can instead just buy twice as much Bitcoin and then half of that, you know, you can send, and then uh there's not this big fee taken out of that. We get to keep more of it. And then you get more Bitcoin. It's a win-win proposition. It's a great way to stack because it reminds you constantly to stack the sats. That's our that's our philosophy with it anyway. Uh, one, 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 one. Oh, wait, I'm doing Ablecraft stuff again. I need to stop that. Lane's coming soon in Helipad. Um, 3333 from our buddy Kyron of the Mere Mortals podcast, 
who said that intro was, oh my God, ephemeral. 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 I knew I was going to fuck that up. I probably said it wrong too, but. <laughs> that intro was ephemeral. I transcended past my body and became the rave. I'm going to call my dance trance bowling from now on. And that was the, sh- the song you picked for episode 173. So wait till he gets a load of this intro. Yeah, seriously. From Zune himself. Mm. Was, and that uh, is my DJ name, DJ Zoom. DJ Zoom. Nice. Bowling. I like that. <laughs> uh, NBS hit us out of Fountain. I haven't been... Uh... Oh, no, excuse me. I skipped over a very important one. 8888 from Abel Kirby through Curiocaster. He boosted the live tag. And uh, he said, yo, boosting the live tag with the wrong guest name. Which I uh, kind of alluded to at the beginning of the show. Abel Kirby is like our editor for the show. So he'll see something's uh, wrong or dumb or annoying about our show, and he'll let us know so we can make the show better all the time. And uh, I believe, I'm not aware, I haven't fact-checked this or anything, but I believe that this boost is the first boostagram to uh, secondhand edit anybody's RSS feed. So congratulations. That's another uh, pioneer feather for the cap of Abel Kirby. And uh, right when I saw that boost come in, I was like, oh, shit. And you fixed it. And I fixed it. Yeah. I, it, it said, uh, Sir Paul, the book guy's name was still in the title, even though I put uh, Sir A1 Sauce in every other spot, uh, the title I neglected to change. So so there it is in Helipad saying Sir Paul, the book guy. Of course, that wasn't. That was our last Bulls with Buds, not this one. So thank you, Abel Kirby, for keeping me on my toes. Uh, out of Fountain, 33-420. What a great Ooh, combination of numbers hey, that is. Beautiful. And that's from NBS, who is in the bowl tonight for the first time. Welcome to the chat. Welcome, Welcome. to the bowl. And thank you, NBS. And uh, he just says boosts and bowls. Hell yeah. <laughs> Abel Kirby asks, I got an award for complaining in the chat? Of course. We award the bowlers for many actions here. Many actions. Uh, 9999 out of Curiocaster from Harv Hat. He Ooh. always hits that live tag when he sees it turn on. And then uh, I already mentioned Abel Kirby's further grousing about the pre-roll. Uh, so we'll just roll right over that. That was 8888 out of Curiocaster. 6969 coming in uh, from Phone Boy. 69! 69, oh, no. dude! I'm cross-eyed. That was for Phoenix. 6969 right. from Phoenix. Phoenix out of Fountain. You guys both have PH names, and it fucks me up sometimes. Uh, the funny thing about murder just dropped on the Lotus Effect show page. Thanks for the shout out, and hi, sir A one. Hello, uh, hello, uh, ciao. In the proper context, finally, I use that word, ciao. There you go. And then uh, doubling down is phone boy after all. Thirty three, thirty three. Who uh, out of fountain says Phoenix did great in her inaugural episode of the funny thing about murder. Go check it out. And hey, A1 Sauce. So yeah, Phoenix rounded up a five-in-a-row live show lineup that the NA stream had on. And uh, shit, if I had known about it earlier, we could have probably coordinated and made it six and uh, been doing this on the NA stream right now. But uh, that's what you get for uh, being the stoner podcast, you know. <laughs> yes. Working on stoner time. That's right. That's how these things happen. <laughs> I just like, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it have been a great idea if like, uh, yeah. Hey, we're going live, and it's still Sunday. <laughs> uh, 3333 from uh, from Dan in A Millennial. He's hitting us out of fountain saying, is this boost glowing? <laughs> All the lights are on, so it's hard to tell. Hard to tell. Oh, and then 
1111 from Booberry, live from the Kiryucaster, who says, Hi. Hi, boobs. Um, <laughs> wow. I am really high. <laughs> really high back at you, baby. Oh, yeah. Thanks, bowlers. Yes, thank you, thank you. And uh, thank you for taking that detour with us. Like, to do the old, the old housekeeping. Um, have, have you looked into any uh, value for value or node running or any of this craziness for your stuff yet soon? No, I haven't. I mean, the only thing that I have is PayPal. I'm woefully behind, but I'm, I, I keep myself so busy uh, mm. that I find myself when I have, and I do have the time, I'm just, I'm exhausted. Yes. And uh, so I just, uh, you know, I want to also continue to try to produce new ideas that come through my mind and capture it, you know, try to bottle the, the lightning when I can. And, uh, and then at the same time, I'm just like, Oh man, I should get that, uh, I should get that lightning note going, you know? So, uh, and you get caught up, but, uh, yeah. just, I'm just tired. And so I just, uh, um, uh, I haven't done it yet. So just PayPal, really, I got the, the depreciating ever depreciating faster and faster and faster exponentially funny bucks through PayPal is what can be what I can use for value for value at this point. Or, uh, mentioning through, you know, emailing me and things like I mentioned all that stuff in the podcast as well. So yeah, you know, I'm telling and treasure whatever it is that you define it as. I mean, hey, I'm always open to it. I love it. Yeah, uh, if you ever need uh, some assistance in that uh, in that region, I'm happy to help out. That'd be and awesome. uh, I think, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, the first time we ever talked online was uh, I was popping you into the uh, the podcast index. Yes, that's right. You, 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 you stepped up like, man, like an awesome bro. And uh, I was like, I, I don't know where to go, people. I need some help around here. And you're like, I got this. What's your stuff? <laughs> so I was like, ooh, a thing I can actually do. Yes. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. So uh, I'm always appreciative of that because the fact that you did that, it means that I'm searchable in the index and 2.0 compliant players and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's awesome. I appreciate it very, 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 very much. Oh yeah, it was my pleasure. I like there's so many dreams and like fantasies I have of things I could do in the podcasting 2.0 space and uh man, potential. a lot of them are just kind of like looking up at the mountain going, "How the fuck do I get a foothold uh to start climbing <sighs> this thing?" you know? It's a great metaphor, man. I'll tell you what. It's this this whole this whole new frontier, it's like the internet all over again, you know? It's like uh it's a, it's an entirely different elevated but internet connected type of like opportunity to harness if you get in you know i mean that's the thing right you got to try to get into earlier when something new like that opens up and uh the fact that you're like on the literally the leading edge of it and uh, sometimes the breaking edge where it's like man i'm just trying to get this shit to talk and work together you know so it's like uh but you're you're doing it and you're you're being able to set precedent for what what works and what doesn't and advise people like what doesn't and then people can start accumulating you know something like bitcoin and stuff like that for for to show appreciation for for content creation and 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 that's something that will appreciate over time and actually grow in value so it's like this is new stuff this is amazing stuff yeah i love the you know sometimes i get frustrated because it'll be like Oh, I've been thinking about this concept for over a year. Oh, I've been trying to come up with anything for this for X amount of time. And then I try to like explain it to somebody sometimes for the first time. And sometimes it's just like somebody I know and they're like 
eyes glaze over and they're like, oh, okay. And sometimes it's people at a Bitcoin meetup who like know about and are enthused with Bitcoin, but then they're like, we are doing, huh? You know? And it's like, mm-hmm. and it just, every time I have one of those moments, it brings me back to that. Oh yeah. We're still pretty early on this thing. <laughs> like I just have to remind myself like, yo, it's, it's still an in infancy, you know? It really is. But I mean, I mean, I would say that if, overall though, like you, and there's probably, you know, probably a smaller group of people that are actually leading the way and paving, like, you know, you're, you're doing the, the Oregon trail of uh, podcasting 2.0 and you might get dysentery, but it's not going <laughs> to kill you this time. So, you know, yes. so, right. So, or you know, the only thing that might happen is a node breaks or something like that. And it's like, ah, reconnect. <laughs> some <laughs> diarrhea sats in my pants. There you go. It'll wash out. Yeah. It'll wash out. Yeah. Just yeah, turn it off it. and on and everything else breaks, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. You fix one thing, you fix one page on your website and you break five. Well, that's just fucking WordPress. And <laughs> God damn it. I've been talking about how I hate WordPress for like two years at least now. Oh whole reason i took the goddamn coding boot camp in the first place was mainly to get off wordpress and here i'm still fucking on wordpress so that's on me that's just me being uh retarded essentially uh it's it's also one of those like bottleneck issues you know you got like mm-hmm. eight things you want and really you should just like like i should just fucking pick one mm-hmm. but yeah. i can never pick one you know because like i hit a wall on one and then i'm like fuck this and i walk to another one and then i'm right. working on that and you know well, that is the like, that i've is got all the this shit of software i've got all this shit like drafted out you know some is like 40 percent done some is like 65 and some is like two <laughs> yeah and ideally everything would be bundled all together working together you know? right and it's like yeah <laughs> that's the that's kind of like the goal i know and and uh but it's like man that you know, the plan is it's like try to get one of these eight to work. <laughs> but it's like, like you said, you hit a wall with it and you're like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Next. <laughs> like, I'd love all my workflow to just be out of the website itself. You know, I know I can, yeah. I know that I can do it. I know I can achieve everything I want. Yeah. Uh, I just have not been able to put it all together yet. So, yeah, what can I say? Hopefully, I can uh, add a soldier to my team, teach a little code to Lorian. Oh, yeah. I'm trying just, like, <laughs> chips and bits at a time. Um, well, she's already running, you know, and using the Lightning Network, right? True. Yep. You yeah, know? I got my so, Umbral I mean, node up and going. You know, yeah, you talked about stuff that I have, like, way over my head. I'm just like, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, bit and by bit, teamwork. man. Bit by yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. It'll come together. We, we, the, I guess the important part is like, we do have a vision of what we want the future to look like and we just keep walking toward it every day. And yeah, it's sort of like, uh, if you ever been on a hike and like the first like time you get a glimpse of the destination, you finally see it like on the horizon and then like you're taking steps toward it, but it just looks like it's staying right there on the horizon. Mm -hmm. It's just like staying there. Like I'm hiking to this tower over there, but it's not getting any bigger. You know, it's just right. Like, it's like I'm getting more tired, but it still seems like it's just about you know ten five miles away or yeah. five, three. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's I've had a couple moments kind of like that. I mean, not too much where it's uh, you know I would presume that you're also kind of describing kind of the beauty of the moment too. In a way, it's like it's just like um, uh, 
get transfixed by it and you kind of yeah. stop paying attention to things around you. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I've had a couple of those moments over the past year and it's, it's, you know, in, ter- in terms of like hiking and stuff like that. And, uh, those are really, those are really cool moments. And I really want to take more hiking excursions in the future too, going forward. So, and, um, that's why, uh, you know, I think the future is pretty exciting and for the most part. So, you know, it's just a lot of stuff to discover and experience, you know, all that other bullshit aside that you can't really influence anyway. It's like you better just focus on yourself and, and your immediate surroundings and just be nice to people in general, you know? Yeah, it's like, exactly. That's, yep. that's what you can influence right there, you know, interactions with people. So That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. I uh, So we, we mentioned your uh, EDM sets, your uh, NAS community EDM, but we didn't mention the spoken word, which we've talked about uh, on the bowl before. Um, but, um, the spoken word is your, uh, your, your talkie podcast, if I can call yes. it that. It's like, yes. uh, you kind of sit down and sort of give your thoughts and kind of decompress and, um, share some of your wisdom. And, uh, I'm just interested in how you got started with that or like what the, what the origin of that was. So the, the origin of it goes, uh, concise, fairly, fairly simply that it goes back to 2015 ish when I kind of, I went through a. I went through a, a full commitment of like total sobriety for like for 2015, and and during that period, man, because I think as a kid I was like I used to play instruments, I played clarinet, I played bassoon, I was into art. Uh, I wasn't a great athletic person though I tried, but I didn't excel at anything. But but in terms of like arts and then creativity, uh, that was something that I loved doing, and um, and I also did write for some assignments back then. So in 2015, I had a resurgence of that and it was just like it was wonderful. It was it was I did a lot of writing because my imagination was just like having been in slumberland for years that it, that it turned back on and I just became uh you know, I had all kinds of a flush full of ideas and thought experiments and things like that that kind of just things that I would just sit there and like ponder Kind of like that that gif or gif of the guy with the wizard and the, the crystal ball. It's like the ponderer, you know. Yeah. It's like you just sit there and think about shit, and it's like, and then I was like, well, I should write that down. That would be kind of fun to create a picture in someone's mind from reading this. So uh, I did a lot of that, and then um, so fast forward, uh, it kind of uh, I decided to. I finally realized that a lot of people are not going to sit down and read stuff like that because it's just a lot of text. And I did try to create illustrations to visualize points I was trying to make, which sometimes are kind of abstract. And so picture is better to convey meaning and, uh, or an illustration. And, and so, but even still it's like, well, you know, maybe somebody doesn't want to sit there and read it, but they could listen to it perhaps. So I started to in early 2021 narrate all of these essays that I had written and just had a, you know, I've got a spoken word page on my website and then I have a written word page on my website. So that's where all my essays live at, that a lot of content has been moved into the narrated version on the spoken word podcast. And uh, so those essays are, are kind of like audible you know, form, you know, podcasting chapters, essentially. So each, each one is different though. Sometimes there's an arc of continuity or an an idea that threads through all of the different, uh, 
episodes now at this point, it seems like, cause I've kind of gotten to the point where even sitting down to writing, uh, something new is it's very, it, it draws me towards it. But again, it's just the amount of time and energy to do that and create illustrations for it. I would just rather when the idea comes to mind, just sit down and boom, record it and post it and just get it, get it out because you can refine it while you're in real time with recording it like fairly well for the most part. So once, once I've had a t enough time to sit there and think about a particular idea that comes to mind and I've given it, given it time to mature, you know, get a nice body and aroma to it, then, then I'll speak it out and, mm. uh, you know, put some life into it, the breath. So, uh, and, uh, and so that's, that's kind of like what my podcast is about is it's a, it's sort of like, um, I have a lot of inspiration. Uh, the, the spoken word is kind of like, and the essays are spiritual. There's a heavy filament of spirituality that is kind of woven through it, which when I say spirituality, it's more of like an awareness of the fact that you're a conscious being having an experience in real time. That's what I would define as like spirituality. It doesn't have to always be foo-foo-ish or, sure. you know, in, you know, like fifth dimension, eighth dimension, uh, you know, it, it can be in terms of an appreciation just for existing. Sure. And then the imagination that moves through your body, you know, of things that, are they real word applicable? Maybe not, but it's, it kind of colors your perception of things in a different way. And, and sometimes, sometimes to get out of a bad spot, in your in your mind in your life when you just sit there and look at life and you're like this fucking sucks man uh and it's that's all your time you know, you're, you're looking like at life like that which is unfortunate so you know sometimes if you can just shift your perspective a little bit even if it's incrementally you know over time incrementally you can make some significant changes in how much you appreciate life and so that's why uh like most of the time these days with episodes i try to really infuse uh, not only taking an idea and painting it as some sort of mental radio, old radio art entertainment, but then to infuse positivity into it as well. So that hopefully also the idea is not only to entertain, but then to also leave the person that listened to it in a, maybe hopefully a more positive state of mind or a happier state of mind or like, yeah, you know, I have meaning and value and I, and I can contribute something and I'm going to, you know, I'm, I am a good person, you know, like that's good stuff. So, yes. you know, that's, that's kind of the goal really with it at this I, point. I love that. Yeah. That kind of dovetails with, uh, something I watched earlier today. Uh, we mentioned on the last show that we saw, uh, Jim Brewer's new special, which is what I thought it was and what we talked about, um, mm -hmm. his special, which was just released on YouTube to the public. Uh, somebody had to say it. But what we didn't know, and what I learned today, was that it was f actually filmed a year ago, and it's been on his Patreon. And oh. it just got released to YouTube, like, right before the 4th of July weekend. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Which makes, nice. makes a little more sense in context, even though all of the stuff is, like, still super relevant. It's still, like, mm -hmm. what we're going through. But, mm -hmm. uh, like, right out of the gate, he's just, like, going hard on Vax, uh... The the uh, the overconfident vaccinated uh, caricature, you know, it's mm -hmm. like one of the first bits he launches into, and that's like 
the clip that kind of took Twitter over for a while uh, over that weekend too, and like kind of why everybody latched onto it and saw and watched it. It's amazing that they're even allowing it to stay up on YouTube, to it's be honest, with their policies. Well, he did say something about getting taken down, but he didn't go into it because he was like, mm. I don't really want to like play victim or like whine about that. Like, it's not really relevant. I don't want to talk about it. He just like mentioned it and then like cut himself off. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has a podcast uh, that's, I don't know, he's in the 30s of the episodes. It's like Jim Brewer's Universe or something like that. I want to say Brewer's Bruniverse. Bruniverse. Yes, yeah. you're right. Bruniverse. That's it. And so, uh, I don't know. The YouTube algo fucking was like, oh, you watched that. You need to watch this. And um, it was his update today because I guess, I don't know, he does it on Sundays. And uh, it was like the update responding to the overwhelming positive responses that he's gotten, you know, from this special launching. And, like, it was wild, because it's like, if you've watched that, if you've watched the special, then it's a really great supplement, because it kind of adds some perspective. Because um, he's basically like, yo, I have for- I pretty much all but forgotten about the special, you know what I mean? Like, it was back of mind. I wasn't really, like, you know, he wasn't like a dude who's like, oh, I got this new special out, you know? Like, he yeah. recorded it a year ago. It's been out. But it was on a Patreon, and it just kind of... It was cool because it does. It did dovetail what he was saying a lot with uh, your message of positivity and hope, and the whole thing about oh, that's cool spirituality just being a universal thing. You know, like mm. it doesn't have to be. And now I think that the way he presented it is uh, from a much more kind of like uh, Christian perspective. Yeah, uh, sure. Which 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 you pick up in his special, but it's not as front and center as it was on this particular episode of his podcast that I watched today. But mm. I think it just in general, like the whole spiritual awareness aspect and, um, you know, you can call it faith, you can call it whatever you want to call it. But I think mm. that the semantics of it always like separate people in this like tower of Babel sense when really this is like, a, th- a thing that we're lacking culturally, but that is universally experienced. You know, we just all have all these different words we insist on like using for it. And then yeah. these certain words that we like are, we let like turn us off to anything and like shut our brains down. But yeah. the whole like spirituality in general, it's like, this is a universal thing. It's like you said, you're, you're in a body, you're in a vessel, you're awake and alive. This is a thing that's going on, you know, an yeah, awareness of right it. now exactly yeah Yeah. traveling through time and space like you are driving man and so like you can turn you can take uh (laughs) responsibility and you can take control or you can you know shirk that off onto somebody else onto your uh family onto your friends onto society at large onto political parties onto the guy on tv but it's like it's killing us as a society and a culture. It's just like, it's like why everybody's so fucked up It's yeah. because they're uh, shirking this thing on something else. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, actually I was, I was, I was driving home today, um, you know, around uh, seven or so. And, and I was just thinking about like, I don't know if you've ever seen that uh, Joe Rogan podcast, where is this one guy? Uh, I can't remember. He's a, a former Navy seal. And, um, uh, there's a movie that they made of his experience in Afghanistan where he, like he lost all of his SEAL team that he was part of on a mission. And, uh, and Mark Wahlberg played the character on that 
uh, movie. I can't remember the name of the movie, but or that unfortunately the, his name, which is like doesn't help too much, but you can kind of use that information and search and you'll find it. But uh, 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 man, it's just like uh, he was describing how like there are different levels of hell that you can experience. And if you want to go deep, you want to try to go deep into hell. If you want, you can do it. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want to make those choices to take you closer and closer to what war has to offer, which is which is the experience of hell of, of potentially dying, uh, you know, you can do it. And at the same time, if you want to make other choices where you can have uh, where the absolute polar end of hell obviously would be heaven. Right. Sure. Blissful, blissful experience you can make choices that will get you closer to that. And there are gradations within the present moment right now that are like uh, dimensions that go up or down or left or right, or however it is that you want to describe a movement in space uh, that, uh, you know, in the now moment, you know, it's like a, something that it's like a, it's like uh, when you're getting your eyes checked and it's like lens one or lens two, Lens yeah. three or lens four, you know, it's like, okay, which one works for you? <laughs> okay. So you can pick your level of, uh, of experience right now. A lot of the time, the decisions that you can make can, can change what you're experiencing. And it's like all of these things happening all at once. And these are things that you can tap into living in the moment. You just have to be aware that you're aware of living in the moment and then just kind of like, you know, make conscious choices and you can, you can you could improve or degrade your experience depending upon your perspective, I guess. So, uh, Marcus Luttrell is that is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that is a great man. The movie was was pretty intense and pretty good, and then the uh, the podcast with him on Joe Rogan Experience show, man, that was really like uh, powerful to hear somebody live to tell the tale that of the stuff that he went through because it was intense nice intense. i'll have to look that up and i see lorian typing in the show notes right now uh lone survivor looks like the movie that was uh yeah that's it that was made about it interesting stuff yeah the it, it's wild the uh the brewer thing he it, it actually was like a heavy episode and it was more like uh gosh it felt it felt a lot like a, a like a youth pastor's sermon almost more than wow. like a comedian which was cool in the sense of uh, it's been a long time since I've been touched in that way by you know mm-hmm. uh, somebody, but um, it's also it's it's like another hit in my mind of of the value for value thing because like I said it's been on his Patreon for a year mm-hmm. and you'd know that if you were his if you're his patron right and if you're like already subscribed to Jim Brewer and is like you're in his world right if you're like a super fan mm-hmm. but the minute he just releases it to the world and anybody can watch it, then it's like, it has all this fucking impact. It's like, boom, like everybody's watching, everybody's sharing, everybody's talking about it. And I did see on the YouTube part, uh, I don't know of his special, but I noticed today on his podcast, there was like a little like button with like a coin. So you can like do the whole give value thing via YouTube. And I think that, a lot of guys are going to start coming around to this whole uh, value for value as the way things work. And I think some people will kind of find it organically. Like, I mm-hmm. think Brewer is kind of discovering it organically. Uh, obviously, No Agenda has been doing this for 
years and years, but uh, it really just seems like the way that uh, you can do the most good for the most people, you know, when yeah. you're a content producer, when you're when your medium is something that can be digitally reproduced at no extra cost, basically. Yeah, I wonder, I, and I wonder, you know, that's really nice that YouTube that makes that possible to send something to send a monetary kind of appreciation for the content. But I wonder also too that, like, I wonder how much of a cut that YouTube takes out of it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I wonder too. And that's why yeah. I love this, uh, body 2.0 kind of, uh, just taking it a step further where it's like peer to peer, not cancelable. And the fees, if you're paying them are, either incredibly minuscule or they're going to support the ecosystem, like the people that are actually, you know, transporting it. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Um, just seeing everything come together and like brick by brick, like even dudes like Brewer who have no connection whatsoever are also trending this way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like money. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like money. Um, it's fascinating to me. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. I yeah. always ask, so, you know, this is your first time in the bowl, mm-hmm. and I always ask uh, our buds who are NA people, the NA origin story, how they were first hit in the mouth. I, I really think that, uh, I don't know with absolute certainty uh, when I, when my, my first episode, my first episode was on this date and this episode. We got to know the number. We got to yeah. know, <laughs> we gotta know the time of the day so that we can uh, see where the stars were and the alignment of this, that, and the exactly. other. Fucus. Exactly. So I have no idea. So that part is fuzzy. But I think it was when one of John Dvorak's appearances on the, the Twit Network, you know, back in, uh, in the early uh, tens of the 2000 era. Nice. And, and uh, so... And uh, and I remember it probably took um, a, a couple to a few months before uh, because I was always I was kind of initially thrown off by the different segments I think uh, you know whereas usually I was used to just listening to a lot of the tech podcasts where each one was a consistent show about a specific topic unless it was you know it was like moving through news articles of tech nature or whatever but. But like all the different segments and no agenda show and the donation segments and the second half of show, you know, when that popped up once in a while and this, that and the other, and then the jingles. And I'm like, what is this? What's going on here? <laughs> it was cool. But it took me a while for a few repetitions before it kind of my gear caught into the chain of the no agenda wheel. And uh, and uh, then I really started to listen to it very um, in a much a dedicated manner, like every as soon as that show posted, I wanted to listen to it. So uh, that was uh, probably back in uh, twenty, probably twenty fourteen ish, and uh, and uh, ever since then, man, I've been a big fan. That's when I kind of also started to listen to uh, like Alex Jones. I'd listened to Alex Jones for a while as well, mm-hmm. and because uh, I was just hearing, I was just hearing different things. But I remember No Agenda being one of the other like memorable podcasts that I listened to. I don't really listen to Alex Jones so much anymore, except for what infuses through content editing. Sure. But, but, uh, uh, but, uh, 
but No Agenda was part of that. And uh, I've always just become a big fan. And, and I'll tell you what, the information that they provide generally, and uh, like especially during the pandemic, you know, I think that while I did have and do have a strong internal constitution about like, listen, I wouldn't personally take the jab because, uh, I mean, I used to work and support and understand the motivation, the MO of pharma companies. Right. And uh, I would, I know that's a, that's, it's still experimental. You know, it's like, there's no long-term, there's no long-term data on this stuff. We just found out that baby powder causes cancer and that's been in the use for decades. So we don't know what the hell this mRNA thing is going to do really, except that it appears to get a lot of people heart problems Mm -hmm. and clot problems. So, you know, I don't know. And that's, I was like, no, I'm not taking that. And then just listening to the show and no agenda that helps to just bolster myself with facts that I could use in discussions with other people. Sure. You know? And so it's always been a great, uh, you know, very valuable. It's a valuable show and it definitely deserves the support that they get because they deliver, uh, not always, you know, it's some, again, the show is also for entertainment as a comedic podcast as it's categorized, they say, but, yep, yep. um, but at the same time they give you, you know, they give you truth bombs and truth nuggets that are, you know, useful and, and, and being able to respond to people in real time that are acting just, you know, they don't, they don't, they're just kind of on autopilot from the, the, the CNN and the F the, the Fox news and all that others, you know, programming. Yes. So, programming. <laughs> so, Correct. you know, right. You know, so you can just unplug from all that shit and, uh, you know, and just, uh, take a look at and reassess what's going on. It's like no agenda helps with that for sure. So I've always been appreciative of no agenda. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's like one of those things where, like we're talking about, you know, you can let other people program you or you can program yourself. And right now that all this content is just like such a mass of content, like Podcast Index has over 4 million feeds in it, you know? Yeah. Like you, you could never, uh, unless you're Booberry himself, you could never listen to every podcast out there, you know? It's just yeah. impossible. And it's beautiful because it allows a person to land where they feel they're comfortable at with the content that they'd like to seek that brings them enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And then they can give that person value for value, you know, in this new modeling system. So, uh, it's, it's a beautiful time for podcasting. You know? No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It's been crazy. Yeah. No agenda definitely is, uh, one of those things that, uh, once you, once I started listening to it, it, really weeded out other podcasts for me in two categories and the first was sound because mm. they have such a professional sound and have for oh you know over a decade almost 15 years uh and you know you can listen to the early ones and there's a definite difference in quality but sure yeah. um it's you know it went really hard really quick and uh, it's still at the, it's just the top of the top, you know? And, and mm-hmm. it's kind of wild to see how many, like, pro-budget operations, like, don't sound the same, don't sound as good as No Agenda. Yeah. And you know what I also wonder, too, sometimes is is that how Adam had been speaking about that new device that he's been giving feedback in its development stages. And, yes. uh, and then, like, he was toying with it, and he was like, oh, that sounds good. And then he comes back the next day having not touched a single setting or thing like that. And he's like, wow, this sounds like dog shit. Yeah. You know, in so many words. And uh, and it's like, well, I wonder if it's, like, 
is it really something that is uh, controlled through settings and things change somehow, somehow in the settings, or is it people's ears that change and it's like it's a constant recalibration of what you think sounds good? Sure. You know? It's I like, think there's like, a combination for sure. Yeah. I mean, and in audio, uh, for those of us who experienced it and do it regularly, you know there's no such thing as set it and forget it. And right. even if it's something as dumb as just a software update that has nothing to do with your audio card, like it might mm-hmm. fuck everything up. It could, no. f- it could just fuck everything up. You turn your shit on, you launch everything exactly like you always do, and then somehow... Oh shit! I have to f- jiggle some handles. I have to figure this out again because it doesn't sound either doesn't mm-hmm. sound right, or the sound's not coming through at all, or it could be so many damn different things. But I mean, I think we've all been there where you just look at the you look at your setup and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. It sounds like shit, but nothing. Everything is exactly as yeah. it was, and you're like, yeah. It's like it's yeah. It's a what the fuck moment, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, Sometimes it's like, that's the weird thing about because it, it doesn't make any sense. It's electricity, zeros and ones. Nothing's changed. It should be exactly the same, except that, you know, now you got little gremlins in the inside the computers that are like pulling cords and stuff like that in the back. And they're going, hey, so I know it's, like, it's got to be something like that. Some sort of outside interference, you know. Yeah. I didn't touch none of this shit. Exactly. Get out of my computer. I will exercise the... Mm, yeah so no agenda for the sound and for the 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 meme destruction like there's deconstruction but also just total obliteration of the meme like um and i guess deconstruction is the word because once you pull apart the pieces of the meme like when i first came in to no agenda it was the bring back our girls stuff michelle obama was doing you know and uh, (sighs) it was like I would hear it on Rogan and I'd be like, oh yeah, this is concerning or whatever. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it was funny cause I should have known to at least look, it's not like I should have known better. It's not like I necessarily have to be cynical about everything and think that it, everything is a scam right off the bat, even though, uh, your odds are really good if you are a cynic. Um, but I had been involved in college with the, uh, invisible children thing and they mm-hmm. got me with that video and that like heart tug shit. Yeah, and uh, so I was like involved in that heavily for like a year or two, and then that Coney twenty twelve thing, I kind of had already drifted away. But then that blew up, and then those guys kind of like, uh, whatever. Like that one guy was like jerking off on the fucking corner of a street in L A. or something, like just going absolutely insane. That sounds insane. And it all felt completely apart. Like their charity, like was exposed and. They were just, you know, massively raising money from people. And that's the, and that's the thing. And when you're playing at that level, right, you can almost always guarantee there's something else woven or hidden underneath what you're actually seeing and hearing that they're capitalizing on the moment's opportunity to get energy and attention from the, the audience and and so it's like never let a good crisis go to waste, right? right. Yep. Just like George Bush, you would say, "Don't need in your blankets and your water, just in your cash, in your cash." You know? That's and what you they get were like, wanting. and like one percent of that actually went to help people. It's like, right? What the fuck, man? <laughs> Twenty billion raised for fucking cell phones because T-Mobile and AT and T and Verizon all said, "Oh, we'll make it easy for you to donate," you know. And it's like, okay, we want to help, and then like one percent of that goes to actually helping anybody, and it's really like. 
just to bulldoze some shit so that more people can get like poopy water to drink and dehydrate more and die of diarrhea. It's like, oh, cool. Not, but you know, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Abel Kirby points out it was San Diego, not LA, where he was jacking it. <laughs> let's be, listen, let's you. let's not degrade uh, LA, okay? Yeah, LA, LA was all right, you know. Yeah, was, was yeah, yeah. More in psychos in San Diego. Apparently, because well, that's you a want, great place to live. In LA, you know, if you want, like, plastic people who are, like, you know, full of shit, you can get mm. them there. But if you want the real uh, beating it on the street corner psychos, you got to go to San Diego. Yeah, in LA, it's always, how's my hair? How's my hair? <laughs> <laughs> my hair look good? I want to take a picture on Instagram. Yeah. That's right. We need the selfies with the big uh, sunglasses on and all that. The big duck lips. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, Invisible Children, I already been through that shit, so I should have, like, I should have just been more diligent, you know, with the yeah. bring back our girls thing. But again, I got all like, oh, no, yeah, the girls, man, we got to bring them back. And then when No Agenda, like, deconstructs something, is like, all right, well... Here's what's going on. Here's what Boko Haram is. Here's what's going on in Africa. And uh, mm-hmm. here's where the money is coming from to fund what these people are saying. And this is the mm-hmm. co- this is the foundation saying it. Uh, then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. And then you hear it on another show. And then you hear it on Rogan. And he's like, oh, yeah, bring back our girls. It's just awful. And you go, and and then you hear that with a new perspective. And you're like, oh, I can't. It's like harder to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, they're. At, at, again, and also at that level, those are slick campaigns that they, yeah, you know, it's a pro, it's a packaged produced product that they put out there. Yeah. I mean that that Coney Tony Twelve. I never watched that, but I remember my boss, man. She was just so roped into it. She's like, "You've got to watch this." Oh yeah, we right were, now. We were freshmen in college <laughs> when Invisible Children came through, and it was like, it's the night, you know, it's like Invisible Children's tonight, and so they show their little film at seven mm. at this uh, auditorium on campus, and like everybody on your floor goes in the dorms. And so you're like, of course you're going to go. Cause there's like mm-hmm. three chicks you want to bang. They're going to go to And you're like, all right, well, I'm fucking mm-hmm. going to go to this. Obviously I care. And yeah. Uh, then, yeah, you're sitting in the fucking audience and then you're like, they got you like bawling on yourself and pulling out $10 out of your wallet and this shit, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like a tie. And then they're like, yeah, come to the St. Louis arch and camp under the arch to show your solidarity. Like you care about these kids, right? Of course I care about kids, you know, like yeah. I don't want to see these kids die. Yeah, uh, that's and then change things, and then boom, you're there. Like you're programmed, you're in. Yeah, and it's like yeah. based upon some shit that might have happened a while back. That's not, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. disconnected to. And then what you're actually doing for it is even more dubious. It's like, all right, so I'm like sleeping under the arch over here, so that uh, these guys can get talked about on the local news station, basically, and so that more yeah. people can send them money. Yeah, that, it's chess. That they can get to, you know, he can get to the child soldiers. He's going to get the pa- money to the whatever. Yeah, it, it's it's your pawns, and it's chess, mm-hmm. and they're using you to drive money towards their coffers. And uh, it's been, it's like you get blue-pilled, and you didn't even know it. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, like, it's I, slick, I the way they get you, exactly, man. Exactly, yeah. Slick. Listen, they're masters at this point. They've got psychology and all this research and shit. They know how to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got all of the research behind them in order to make these kinds of packages, you know, what works, focus groups and all that kind of shit. Yeah, they got it down to a science, absolutely. Oh, show. Oh, man. But yeah, uh, no agenda. That, the, that's one of the tools you can use to keep yourself out of those uh, kind of scams. Shout out, shout out. <laughs> Get the shout out button at the ready. 
<laughs> uh, for everyone not aware, that is uh, Sir A1 South. Shout out to Sir Spencer for playing the shadow clip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had 986 from Anonymous come in at Curio Caster. Thank you. Ooh. And uh, 8888 from Abel Kirby. Been around God's country, and one thing that I know... There's no pleasure, there's no better place for jacking it than San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> the humidity's just right. The temperature's good. It's almost like you don't even notice the skin and the outside temperature difference. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's it's the perfect place for doing that. It must be. I must I be. must be. I have to. That's your say. Presume that that might be this uh, some lyric from. Uh, the South Park song he posted in the chat. If you're not in the bowl uh, week after week at uh, bowlafterbowl.com, you can click on Listen Live, and there's an IRC chat, and I'm telling you, there's some of the smartest people I know are in that chat all the time. Uh, and some of the funniest people, the, you know, the dumber ones are just funny, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. They're not all smart. Some are like me, and they're just like idiots, but they come up with some funny stuff. And uh, it's a great place to hang out in the bowl. It's what, it's what we, uh It's what we love to do. So we love to hang and do. Uh, I'm checking the voicemail line, and we did get a voicemail in earlier today, although I have a fear that it's not related. But you know what? Let's just have a listen. Why not? My name is Rob Lomas. This is a notification call from our Department of Tax, Debt, and Financial Settlement Services. Oh, boy. Oh. There are new programs <laughs> that can help you reduce or eliminate your debt completely. All right. It is possible that your tax debt can now be considered temporarily non-collectible. Ooh. You can call me back at my personal desk, 833-312-3153. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, you can call him back at fuck him. Um, wow. You have, a, you, have a, you have a bunch of tax debt that you got to worry about? Because uh, my boy Rob can hook you up. <laughs> yeah. No, not negatory here, Yeah. Uh, thankfully. No, you have an accountant that kind of take care of that every year. Yeah. I still get these calls, though. I get these calls about uh, tax debt. Um, this is actually only the second scammy call from the from the bowl that we've gotten. Uh, but on my phone, uh, I will get calls about uh, a recall on my... Uh, what car don't I drive? Is it a Honda or something? I want to say it's a Honda recall or a... Uh, Kia. I think it's Kia. Oh. Something like that. Some car I've never fucking driven in my life. I get, And then I will get uh, calls about my uh, state farm insurance that I don't have. Uh, there's like a problem with it and I'm supposed to call back. And um, oh, there's one other fucking product. Some kind of cable company. They're like, your cable bill is doubled. Call us for the, ch-, you know, and it's like a cable company that I don't, I'm not, I don't have cable at all. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking scams, man. Amazon yeah. package is the spam call I get a lot. Something about your package, and I don't order things from Amazon, so. You're always calling about my package. I'm like, my package is fine. It's great. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> Never been better. I've got one of those uh, recently once where it was something about, like, your $1,000 order from Amazon is about blah, 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 blah. And it, like, uh, there's, yeah. a, there's a link or something they want you to click on, and it's like, yeah. They just want your nuts to cinch up and you like immediately call and be like, well, I need you to reverse the charges. And they're like, oh, yo, we yeah. can help you. No worries. No worries. Yeah. Just uh, what's your login? Yeah. What's your login? We'll get what's it fixed for account? you right away. What's your bank account checking number and routing number? And we'll, we'll help you out. Yeah, you, ever watch, uh, you ever watch the Scammer Busters on YouTube? I've never heard of that. 
there's like a few different guys that do this, uh, but it's kind of like a it's like a YouTube uh, subgenre where um, guys will get these scammers on the phone, and then uh, they'll like follow along and do their stupid ass instructions with Team Viewer, but they'll have it on a virtual machine, mm-hmm. and then they just fucking like. Um, just keep them on the line as long as possible to like keep them basically from talking to anybody else. Yeah, and it can be pretty entertaining. I think John Dvorak kind of does that too, doesn't he? Where he, you know, he'll call, he'll get a call from somebody, and it's like he just keeps going and going and yeah. going with it to see how long he can go. And you can keep annoy playing the this shit game. out of him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I'm sorry. Uh, my monitor's not plugged in. Hold on, yeah. just a moment. Yeah. Set the set the phone down for a while. That's some kind of free entertainment for him. Oh know, man, that's yeah. he's the perfect guy to do it too, because he's oh, like. Yeah. He's good. He'd be good at it. It's like an old guy who can ham up the like playing dumb part of it. Mm-hmm. That's and, exactly uh, what to say. And yeah, he's like, but he knows what he's talking about on the tech side of things. So exactly, it's not like he's gonna. It's get a it. scam. It's a, this is a scam. Yeah, it's terrible. None of this is good. Not a bit. Not one little bit. You mentioned uh, being really busy, which is a guy like as a busy guy, like running around doing like way more things than he has any business doing. I can very much relate to that, but I was interested in like what, uh, things you're taking up all your time these days. Well, um, I, um, uh, you know how, like I described in terms of, uh, uh, in 20, like, you know, like the origin of the, my podcast. And, uh, like in 2015, I had a period of just like, listen, let's just, let's be clear minded for this moment and see what happens. And, um, and so, uh, uh, in, in 2020, eh, 2020 ish, 2021 for sure. And up to now, definitely. Um, I'm just like, I really made some stark changes in terms of, uh, well, I don't, I don't, I used to drink a lot, man. I used to drink a lot and yeah. I was in high stress situations in terms of just, I don't know. It was a combination of a lot of things like work and, and other stuff. And I just used it as a form of escapism. And, uh, you know, that's the thing is like you find comfort at the bottom of the bottle, but the thing is, is that the bottle always gets refilled. And mm-hmm. It's like, you got to get yourself back down to the bottom again, man. So <laughs> it just became uh, aware of the fact of how, detrimental and unhealthy that is and um and i didn't want to die early from cirrhosed out liver and smoking cigarettes and all kinds of shit like that and uh die of cancer and and, uh and just be like you know uh having an obituary if somebody could even afford to pay for that at this point in time going you know it's like obituaries cost like 200 bucks just like he's like nah we'll just skip that part (laughs) you know sure but it's like you know oh there goes old there goes old a1 sauce you know he was a he was a good person and uh uh he but he died of cancer and uh we you know he's fought the he fought the fight but uh you know he's uh, now he's in heaven and um it's like that's not how i want to go out i want to go out in the fucking saddle you know doing something that brings exhilaration to me and uh so i'm like i I just dropped you know i got i made uh, i had massive changes occur last year in 2021 and um and that that 
that was that took some adjustment in terms of just like my personal life and sure. uh, but but then you know things got underway and and then I uh, went through uh, some other changes and um but now at this point um I feel like my ship has kind of righted itself and uh and so just from the 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 journey from last year up until the present time has been one of confirmation that I'm making the right choices um, in terms of like just how I handle stress, how I handle um, just wanting to find some, f- some form of escapism. Sure. Cause we all, we all want that once in a while. There's nothing wrong with admitting that, but totally. um, you know, but, uh, but there's a lot of ways to achieve that. And so, um, I kind of like one of my mantras these days is that, you know, you, and you don't have to do this. It's just my perspective, but it's like you, you need to exercise your demons before your demons exercise you. So, sure. you know, you can, you can make yourself open to all kinds of behavior that you probably would not be so proud of the next day or whatever. But it's like, so you can make other choices to keep these things that are part of you, your dark self. Uh, and, 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 and get them involved in terms of like a process so that you can express that in a creative or in, uh, you know, in a good exercise, healthy way. Sure. And, and then, uh, and then it's like, it just takes a, it takes a back seat, you know, it's tired. And, um, and so I do a lot of different kinds of exercise and, um, I just recently started jujitsu, which is like, uh, like it, that's, that's become more fun. I mean, I'm like in my second week into it now, but it's like totally kicked my ass too. At the same time, it was a very humbling beginning here right now. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's like I'm just adding more stuff to do that isn't sitting on the couch or in the balcony drinking a 12 pack or 15 pack of beer sure. a night smoking cigarettes. You know, like there's something that I'm actually gaining gaining from my investment of my time and attention into these other things that is other than waking up the next morning feeling like shit and then nursing that pain with another 12 pack that night <laughs> so you know it's like right. it's this never ending dark cycle a spiral a downward totally uh, you know and now it's like for me you know i don't know the orientation of the spiral but for me it feels like it's an upward spiral narrow at this point and i you know um uh, I really enjoy life and I'm making new connections with people and, um, you know, life gets better every day, you know, I'm like, like having the chance to talk, you know, with you and having, you know, fun and, and also at times meaningful parts of the dialogue. Uh, and then also meeting new people who are similar thinking, uh, and, uh, you know, life's a beautiful thing. And I'm just kind of like really appreciative of the fact that sticking with, the um of the continuous doing of other things with my time has led to better and better outcome each day i'm not i'm not shitting on drinking alcohol or anything like that i mean i i have i like to have a beer and i like to have a cigar with my beer once in a while but Mm -hmm. um, i mean i don't sit there and you know drink six of them anymore or 12 so it's like you know it's like this moderation to enjoy the taste of it and then it's it's satisfied and I don't need the rest of it because I want to do other stuff later and you can't do it hungover. So, right. You know, so, um, but you know, another thing too is, is that, you know, the addition for me, uh, you know, I can't, 
uh, I don't, I can't, and I don't smoke weed because you know my job tests for that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And and that's pretty, you know, they're pretty strict. So, but for me, like CBD has has been helpful in terms of an additional supplement to to it, you know it, it calms you down a little bit you know and uh for me it does and uh it has that uh this antioxidant uh effects of it and there's all kinds of good stuff because your system is has those receptors to that stuff sure. you know it's yep. built in it's nature so you know and so I, that that's been also a good component for me too in terms of just like um helping to change my perspective on things sometimes so do you but typically, that's why I stay uh, busy. You typically like eat it or smoke it? Just curious. Oh, just curious. Uh, eat it. Yeah, like yeah. the, like the the liquid dropper or something like that. So, yeah, seems like a but, good way to go. Yeah, it's for me, and it's and it's fairly, you know, the one that, the one that I like to use is pretty reasonably affordable. You know, you can find stuff out there that's like labeled in packages like the Uber CBD. You know, it's like okay, but. Um, it's not really affordable in the long run for me for somebody on a budget. So it's like I find, you know, there's there's other vendors out there that provide good quality product that's tested but is meant for uh, just to be reasonable, right? It's value for value. That's yes. not meant to be like, you know, completely empty your wallet. So, yeah. Oh, man, know? there's so many uh, hucksters and jock riders and uh, opportunists and yeah shit peddlers you know like uh i'm sure there's many many shit coins of cbd out there <laughs> oh right yeah yeah and just uh um one of those things i find in parallel sometimes and this isn't always like a general proven true rule but uh sometimes in the world of shit coin and in the world of these like cbd and delta eight and other like alt weed and like quasi legal weed products like sometimes the fancier the website or the fancier the packaging, like the more mm -hmm. suspicious you have to be of like, what's going on here? You know? Yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. And you know, there's, there's something for everybody out there. If they're willing to buy it, then there's a market for it. No but, doubt. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's primarily why I, um, I just stay active right now. And, you know, and I'm sure that it will probably transition at some point, uh, potentially, you know, I start focusing my attention on other things other than just like exercising a lot. But, uh, sure. and I, you know, I have, um, uh, you know, I spend time with family, of course, too. You know, that's always a priority for me. And, and, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, right now in this phase, uh, or this, this moment in time in my life, I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I reprioritize things for myself. And there were, definitely challenges in order to actualize what I needed in order to have a better life. Um, but, um, uh, and, and, uh, you know, those were, but in the end it's, it's been better for me. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, this little past year, uh, comparative to years prior has been a big, big change, uh, been challenging, but at the same time been incredibly rewarding and um and you know that's i mean to me it's like well it's just confirmation that i am ultimately making the right decisions for myself so sure i know. also respect the uh that ability to maintain the positivity throughout it because uh i'm sure everybody like struggles with it and goes back and forth on that but uh i myself 
am uh, like I feel like the older I get, the more cynical I get, you know. And yeah. I'm uh, pretty quick to like just pop off sometimes, especially in the uh, online world, you know, where mm-hmm. uh, maybe I could be like even halfway serious and just playing, but like still poking the bear. Yeah, but uh, not o- that's not always taken the right way, and maybe not always the most con- constructive way to go about things. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always appreciate about uh, you know the stuff that you talk about on your show, and also just the way you uh, put yourself out there and are always interacting. It's like that that sense of positivity is uh, probably something that I could like <laughs> more align myself towards a lot of yeah. the time. You know, I find. Uh, I mean, sometimes that I just like pop off and say the thing before thinking it through, you know, too much. Oh, I do that definitely all the time too. You know, there's times when I read something on, on Macedon and it's just like, you know, I'll just like, you know, thumb slam out over, I'll slam, you know, <laughs> yeah. slam, slam uh, a response. You know, it's like, uh, it, yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, my, I'm just. I'm not always a positive person either, you know, sure. my, my, my responses are knee jerk reactions to something. And it's like, you know, that's, that happens for me too, definitely. Um, but I, I will say that I think it's uh, ultimately a majority of the time, um, your perspective and outlook is heavily influenced by the people you surround yourself with. Totally. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, that's, that's the, and because and, it's 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 a provable phenomenon of like if uh, you like you have a kid and who's who's uh, mentally challenged or whatever you know as they would call it retarded perhaps to a degree uh, and they would put those kids in a separate classroom you know those kids would not progress or get really get smarter yep. very well at all and then but if you'd actually put one of those kids in a group of kids that's really really smart. You know that that uh, are able to make connections and solve problems efficiently. You know that kid's going to start picking up on the way of thinking and actually progress. So it's like who who you surround yourself with. Ultimately, you know you can't always have it completely one polar because then yeah you know. But it's like at, you can you can make effort to for the most part surround uh, make choices about your who you associate with or, or what what you're feeding into yourself. Uh, no matter the information stream and it uh, will change it will uh, it will change your uh, overall a more balanced perspective perhaps you know if if you're deciding to because like not everything's positive sure that's 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 not that's not realistic it's not rosy posy everything is skipping through the two rose lens colored glasses and shit (laughs) right it's not like that yeah Yeah, so I think though that there's something to be said about uh, just guarding that more guarding the negative more and it's not like you're gonna just like be pure sunshine and roses but i see a lot of people like uh when they get sucked into the trap of like posting their l's you know Mm -hmm. or of like uh doing their existential pining at the sky like out loud to people yeah and um i you know i always want to try to just like put either like goals or accomplishments as the start Mm -hmm. you know yeah where I always fall in the debate snare traps is just uh, many times turns out to just be a misunderstanding on one or the other party of like what's being said or like what where someone's coming from, you know? Yeah. It's kind and of funny. It's hard to do too online. You know, there's a lot of context yeah, no that's doubt. lost in the communication. 
You know, it's that Twitter phenomenon where everyone starts getting ragey, and yeah. it's like, next thing you know, somebody's Hitler. So well, what I've <laughs> what I've uh, kind of discovered is hard to have like a robust disagreement online right. because it just becomes silly. You know, I become silly every time. Uh, I see the other person as even more silly than me, which is probably pretty fucking silly too. And uh, it's just this big like. It's just cartoonish, you know? Yeah. This is not really constructive. Where you can have a much more spirited debate with somebody at a bar and disagree more and remain in disagreement at the end, but still, like, teach and learn and be cool at the end. All of the things can happen, you know? Like, all those paradoxes can exist mm-hmm. face-to-face or person-to-person. But uh, not really typing with your thumbs at people. <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. fucking work out. And half the time you're, you know, the process of even doing that, the fucking spell check just screws everything up. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, then it's like the words, you know, I don't want to, it takes forever to right. kind of like proofread everything. And it's just oh, not man, a great yeah. interface, right? So, yeah. yeah. But uh, totally. These are the uh, problems of our modern time, man. Oh, I know. First just, world problems. They're just trying, the, to, trying to make it even worse with all the yeah. restrict you and keep you in your house and all the different shit. So. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's, it's, it really is, you know, you talk about something like that and the extension from that to current issues that we're experiencing now, like rising prices of groceries. Yeah. And it's like, mother, mother fuck, man. Like, I, yep. I, I just recently, today, this evening, went out and bought some, you know, just some, some hamburger and sausage and, and some spaghetti and yeah. a couple other things just to make like a spaghetti dinner tomorrow. And, uh, uh, and it was like the, the tally was like 50 bucks. And I'm like, uh-huh. what the fuck did I buy, man? Yep. Like, I don't have, I got two bags of shit. Used to like a hundred, you know, a hundred bucks <laughs> at Walmart or whatever would get you a whole grocery cork. But yep. it's like, that's because you were just tossing everything in. I did the same thing today, <laughs> man. I got uh, two bags. We were out of eggs. So I grabbed yeah. 18 eggs and then I knew we needed uh, some bacon. So I got four packs of bacon. That shit was like fucking on crazy sales where I got it. And I got the lowest price ones, and uh, there were some crab cakes on sale, which we scored for dinner. They were like a buck a crab cake, and I was like, all right, give me those. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't even remember the other thing, but there was like two bags, you know, it was like one in each hand, kind of easy style, not like two, like, giving you any kind of arm workout in each hand, but just two right. fucking regular-ass grocery bags. 40 yeah. bucks. 40 bucks. And I like, I like lift it, you know, when the lady gives me the thing, the guy had kind of, you know, when people in the grocery store, they already like, they engage you a little bit Mm -hmm. and they're making comments while you're like checking out. So they're already like striking the friendliness. So this guy had already been doing that. And then I just like turn around. I like hold the bags up. I'm like, yeah, that's what 40 bucks gets you now. (laughs) Look at that. Right. It's the truth though. You know, it's It's like. Gosh, it's unbelievable. I know. <laughs> our money's just evaporating literally in real time in front of our eyes. And it's like, what the hell's going on? Man? They're lame. They're leaning in hard on this shit. Yes. Yeah, they are. It's it's really. They're trying to fuck with us. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky we didn't have to go see the uh, slaughter at the grocery store. Oh, I know. The last mm. time I went, I guess, was. This past week, and yeah, didn't fill up a cart, but I think I we hit a hundred bucks. <laughs> it's easy to do. Yeah, and that's all. All of that is just uh, where a baby would sit at. That hundred bucks, you know, it's right in the front. 
It's not. It's not <laughs> yeah, even in the exactly, cart. It's all yeah. right there in front of you. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gross, man. <laughs> yeah. Just to just hey, to restock on the shit this I need. Bottle of honey, sixteen dollars. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I stopped eating uh, sugar and fucking bread too, so it's not you know what I mean. Like I'm buying a lot yeah. less shit. Yeah, yeah. And paying still, still a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. even the meat though, it's like ground beef, which is like sixty percent meat and forty percent fat. You know, which yeah. like that just like melts into nothing almost when you cook it. And, yep. And, and and it's like that's like five bucks a pound. I'm like, huh? <laughs> For what this? <laughs> so it's like you better save the fat and then drink that later in order to get your money's worth. That uh <laughs> oh, down. <man. laughs> yeah. I always bring uh, my uh, metal straw. Yeah. There you go. Put some salt on it. Don't throw that shit away. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be uh We're gonna use that to like for just our like chapped our, lips too here pretty soon. So we're gonna be like our great grandparents were. Exactly. Save every scrap of tinfoil and everything. Don't you fucking throw that fat away. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta save that. Put that in the jar. Oh, no doubt, man. <laughs> Who put this bacon fat in my face cream? <laughs> you gotta find out, man. <laughs> yeah. I wanna know the man's name. Yeah. Well, hell, man. We're coming up on it. About nice. that time. Dude, it's been an absolute blast to hang out with you guys. Dude, thanks so much for yeah. coming on tonight and uh, hanging. It was beautiful to yes. uh, sort of virtually meet you. Good, the yeah, good layer. vibes. Hope yeah. to uh, see you at a no agenda meet up here in Missouri sometime. I'm sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm sure, that's only a matter of time. For sure. Uh, next KC one, by the way, uh, for the listeners who haven't heard, it's gonna be Saturday the 23rd, and it's already on uh, noagendameetups.com. I'll have a promo in for Thursday's show. Because uh, I missed the last one. So I'll do this one, I promise. Do it live. Do it. We got to do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sir A1 South, it was an absolute pleasure, man. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Absolutely. Great yeah. talking with you and this day. Dame DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, Bowlers, thanks for hanging out. We will be back at it on Tuesday night. Right after DH Unplugged on the No Agenda stream. It's right around 9 central. And uh, bowl after bowl dot stream will redirect you to that new link that you need for the new stream. So if you're listening to this in the future lands and you're like, why the hell can I find the stream? That's why. Bowl after bowl dot stream. Cotton Gin made sure it redirects to the correct spot. So thanks, everybody. We will see you uh, on Tuesday. Uh, till then, I've been Sir Spencer, Wolf Kansas City. I've been Dame DeLorean. And I've been A1 Sauce. Check them out at thesource.io. Until next time, bowlers, may your bowls burn ever brighter. Dance and move your legs around. Shout out. Shout out. Sir Spencer, Dame Delorean. Don't tell him we're high. Listen, we may be a little high. I mean, late. Hey, he does seem a bit woozy, doesn't he? Bowl after bowl. Bowl, bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl.com. Bowl after bowl.com.